there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. folklore podcast where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world and (laughs) we were totally counted in and totally prepared and didn't get distracted by our live stream chat yeah (laughs) no 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 no. all right ryan do you want to do you want to tell us what you found alluring this week if you can if you have Uh, something just give everyone a little warning. Uh, y- your boy finally, after what's it been three years? Yeah, caught the vid. Um, so if I sound a little uh, terrible, I apologize. Um, if I sound better somehow, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> Someone's into it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But my yeah, I mean that part's not the alluring thing. But the alluring thing is due to me being. Uh, sick and stuck at home all week um i got a lot of schoolwork done i'm like probably like a month ahead right now (laughs) (laughs) turns out when you can just spend literally all day doing it you can get pretty far ahead um i voted i cleaned my room i I only cleaned my room not the whole house because you know i wasn't allowed to leave my room (laughs) (laughs) you gotta clean something (laughs) but the room is clean so, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really much else to do this week. So, I still uh, can't played believe Played a lot of Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> a lot of Call of Duty. Possibly an unhealthy amount, but, you know, here yeah. we are. Have you jumped on the Overwatch train? I know they just I had did, the second one released. I did until Call of Duty came out. <laughs> I waited in the four thousand person queue on the first day of Overwatch, and it was it was wild. Edgar, Edgar waited in that queue because like his friends all wanted to play, and it was really funny because I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I bet once he's in the queue, he has to log in, and mm-hmm. he like it made him do all this verification shit. And then he and had then to put him back in the queue. <laughs> yeah. Now that happened for me for some reason it just let me ride in. My friends had to wait in like two ten thousand deep queue, and I just sat in the main menus waiting for them. <laughs> You're like, well, I'm here. It's when you show up to yeah. the like 
restaurant before all your friends and you're just yeah like, and i was just sitting there the waitress kept coming and asking like if i'm ready to order and i was like no hold on i swear they're they, coming they said five minutes <laughs> yeah 20 minutes ago yeah, so i don't there's know what's no way. going on <laughs> yeah uh what did what did you find the loring this week um well i first want to say i'm i'm sorry you have the old covid i still yeah. i'm impressed it took that long it's honestly embarrassing to get it in 2022, <laughs> but you know, here we are. Yeah, I got it like I got I got it right before they announced it like publicly, and I remember uh-huh. going into the doctor's office because of my friend. I like called her and I was like, because Edgar was up in Salt Lake at the time, and I was in Provo, and I called her and I was like, Mads, I can't move (laughs) yeah and she has a key to my place and she was there in a heartbeat and she's she's a tiny little person but she dragged my tall ass to the car and it was just it was great and the doctor was like so there's like something we think it is but we're not supposed to be talking about it yet so let's just watch it (laughs) i was out i was completely out for two weeks and then We've gotten our shots and everything. Yeah. And then we got sick again. And that was the absolute worst because we lost our taste that time. So yeah. <laughs> now I'm like extra paranoid. Like we like we really wanted to kind of like go out and do stuff for Halloween, but I'm like, listen, I'm getting a tattoo. My first tattoo Monday. <laughs> we can't go do this at all. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, we can give candy to trick or treaters <laughs> and be can't in a, risk it. Yeah, I was like, we could dress this Ash and Misty at home, but this year we can't <laughs> do this. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get sick before a tattoo appointment. That'd be rough. No, no it's my first one, so that's I, exciting. Yeah, I guess that. What are you? What are you thing. getting? Yeah. Um, I am getting flowers on my arm. Nice, like a three piece. I've I've wanted it for years and years but the problem with being an artist is i am so picky and all the really good floral artists are booked so yeah months out i got so lucky i was like like she because i like follow a bunch of their stories and one Mm -hmm. posted she's like um i'm opening my books a little earlier and i was like bitch (laughs) i like (laughs) the pre-written email i was like send she's like wow that was quick i was like yeah yeah (laughs) i was ready for like six years of my life so oh yeah (laughs) but yeah that's awesome that that's my exciting thing um my other exciting thing is christmas time is here basically yeah oh i there was something the wind the night of halloween a cool wind came across the city <laughs> and snow Jack fell. Frost came in and... <laughs> and he was like it is time and i was like well so i have been working on putting away all my halloween decor and pulling out all my christmas stuff and working on a special thing for our show we'll talk about the announcements later so just a lot of i don't know i'm just excited for the holidays yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great the the seasons are changing the weather's getting cooler i'm getting a tattoo just like a lot of good things to come 
Well, I'm glad you're optimistic about Christmas <laughs> because I've got some terrible news. Oh, no. Um, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Do you remember? I called it. I said there's a rumor that Tim Allen is making a new Santa Claus movie, and that motherfucker on Saturday dropped the cover. It's coming out on Disney+, and I am canceling my subscription. And I am calling upon... All the Loring listeners to cancel your Disney Plus subscription <laughs> until that monstrosity is removed. Wait, can we oh. do? Can we do a trend? Uh, hashtag cancel cancel the clauses. <laughs> yeah, it's just like why, you I, know? I love how they're not even trying that hard with the titles anymore. They're it's just, just like, the Santa Clauses. <laughs> It's too much at this point. And I could maybe forgive it. Maybe. But the cover says, this family slays. And it's just, they're trying too hard. And when did the last, the last Santa Claus came out like 10 years ago. Like, I thought we were free and clear. But nope. Nope. Jack Frost didn't bury him quite enough in that movie. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Closet. Closet. <laughs> exactly. Closet. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I I really believe in my heart you should do a thing on our Discord where you live watch the movie <laughs> and you tweet. I'll do that. Your That'd feelings. be fun. Yeah. Just one day, one night when it's snowing and you can't really mm-hmm. go out and you have just like a little bottle of whiskey there and yeah. the demons beckon for you to watch it on your subscription, <laughs> you should just really give into it. Yeah. The intrusive <laughs> thoughts are going to win one night and Tim <laughs> Allen for some reason is going to going to be the remedy. Your intrusive thoughts are the yeah. voice of Tim Allen <laughs> in yeah. a storybook rhythm. <laughs> Unfortunately, I could go on about Tim Allen, but we do have a show to get to. Yeah. So, um, if I can find our transition, all right. Uh, let's. Speaking of terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> things, let's get to this week's show. Cue campfire sounds. Hear me now. I was born 13th child da, near da, the 13th da, da, da. moon. Spit out all hungry <laughs> and born anew. Daddy dragged me to the river. Tie me to the rocks. Throw me in where it's deep and wide. I go down. I don't die. That was Bruce Springsteen. Thank you. <laughs> oh, perfect. So lurking in the deep. Thick forest and pine barrens in southern New Jersey is a horrific cryptid that hunts down livestock and destroys crop. This evil entity isn't one you want to run into at night. So if you hear cries of a demonic wailing goat, it's best to turn around and head home. Or you can become the victim of this kangaroo bat goat like creature. And that's the energy we're going to carry on throughout this episode. So (laughs) if you look at the next slide, you'll see my beautiful illustration 
of the Jersey Devil. So I have drawn this before. I just went and updated it. So it's I like the new colors. Yeah, I like it has like more clouds, like yeah. just a little more spice. Like yeah. we went from white mac and cheese to people that know how to season mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. It's a really good way. Like we don't just got salt in there anymore. We got got a little garlic in there. We got now. garlic. We got paprika. We got Ooh. all of the goodies in there. Okay. And if you want to see this, like always, it's on our social media channels, or you can come to YouTube and you can watch us in this chaotic live stream esque video that we will post. Either way, if not, you just gotta trust that it's super cool. Um. So. This week, we will be discussing the famous Jersey Devil. This spawn of Satan has been located in Philadelphia, specifically southern New Jersey. The lore of this demonic creature has been around since the 1700s and is one of America's most famous cryptids that is still talked about to this very day. Now, legends of devil-like creatures have been around for centuries, but the Jersey Devil isn't your run-of-the-mill red horns and demon tail Satan creature. One thing that makes the devil so unique is its location of where the creature was born. So the birthplace of the Jersey Devil is a remote region in the southeastern New Jersey. This area is known for its dense white cedar trees that grow tall and its thick swamps throughout the area. Now, we're going back in the way back machine, because during colonial times when settlers first came to New Jersey, it was extremely difficult to move through these cedar swamps. They were lugging their stagecoaches, trying to make it through the swampy wasteland, but there was no paved roads. And the few trails they did use were Indian trail paths that would lead to, <laughs> to retaliatory attacks by the Indian. So it's fair enough. Fair. Completely fair. So it's just not a good time. And they also dealt with sickness, malnutrition, or exhaustion, and it led to the colony being on the brink of extinction. They also dealt, oh, I just said that, just a lot of awful stuff. So death quickly filled the swampy forest, and when the early settlers finally seemed to settle down in the new world, a revolution popped up and led to even more death and dread amongst the settlers. Goodness. So now, with all this tragedy, it wasn't long till the devil snuck his way into the Pine Barrens and would bring with him a classic legend for years to come. So, I want to start off with one of the most famous legends of how the Jersey Devil came to be. I also want to point out, I love this image um, of this, like, sad family. Um, I can't, I can't read it because I have really bad eyesight right now. But um, apparently, like, this is like a cartoon series I need to look more into. It's like Legend Quest. Anyway, it's, they do an episode about the Jersey Devil. So, I was like super interested in it but I love this like storybook art style okay to the story so the first one I want to discuss is from the early 1700s so there's a woman known as Jane Leeds aka Mother Leeds who lived in of course Leeds Point Jane was very poor but hella fertile and was able to give birth to 12 children at the time and since birth control was not a thing at the time and woman didn't have a choice, which feels very familiar. Um, she discovered she was pregnant with her 13th child. 13th? 13th child. 
I that girl she looks so sad in this picture and that's why I put this one because I feel this is the most relatable out of all yeah. Um, so upon finding out that she is going to have a 13 coming out, she became extremely frustrated and through rage she cursed the child. In disgust, she cried out, let it be the devil. After carrying the baby for nine months, Jane went into labor. Of course, it was a dark night with a storm so terrible it shook the house. Despite the chaos outside, her friends and family were able to deliver the baby calmly inside. Now at first, the child appeared normal and sweet. But as time went on, it became a monstrosity. It grew leather wings, the face changed to a goat head, the leg became loose, horns spouted from its head, and it screamed an unearthly scream. During this... So just just take that all in. The yeah. little demon baby. Puberty hit that demon hard. <laughs> oh, so during this transformation, everyone tried to hold the child down, but it thrashed and screamed until it was able to escape and disappear into the forest. Having the least child be what lurks the forest to this day, aka the Jersey Devil. So... So they say, like, you know, like, the first child's, like, the mature child, the middle child's, like, the ignored child, and then, like, the youngest is, like, the, the baby, you know? Right. What? So when you have 13, like, are they all just middle children? Like, Maybe that's why everyone's so miserable. Yeah. Like, she's like, all right, this one's not the baby anymore. Like, no, I, I don't know. I... Past experience to me <laughs> has dated a few people that were like the twelfth child in the family, and or like they were like in a huge family like that. And I just feel they're all the middle children yeah. after five. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, M H in our live chat. This needs to be in the show. <laughs> Says just a regular baby from New Jersey. <laughs> They all actually come out with horns. When they clip the umbilical cord, they also clip the horns and the wings. It's like part of the hospital bill. You have to ask for an itemized list. So Mm -hmm. you make sure you get paid. Oh, that's hilarious. So Little Demon Baby is the Jersey Devil. Um, There are a few other versions of this that say Jane was a witch and the 13th child became demonic because its father was the devil so nice oh. okay. kudos to her i wonder what that was like oh um, i bet he's very vanilla can i just say that the <laughs> devil yeah don't you think it would be pretty ironic i disagree with you on no, that no, one no no i have a good argument for this because i feel the most churchy people i have met are the most unhinged kinky human beings on the face of the planet it's like all that pent up church rage, I guess. Fair well, enough. Fair enough. All right. Like, all the people that are really edgy, they're like, I just kind of want to cuddle. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay, I was like, I have an actual valid yeah. argument for that. So, anyway, this led to her having a little demon baby, and then of course we get a little Christianity in it. We get some witchcraft and magic. So good story all around. So now. 
the one thing about this story of Mother Leeds is it has strong connections to historical documents of something living in Leeds Point at the time, which isn't common with many cryptid origin stories. So this is super cool. So Deborah Leeds, aka Mother Leeds, and her husband, Jaffet Leeds, um, got land from his father, Daniel, which is also known as Leeds Point in Atlantic County, New Jersey. Historical documents show how... I, is it Jaffet? That looks... Jaffet, Jaffet seems right, Jaffet's, but also wrong, it, so it's hard to say. It says his name is like J-A-P-H-E-T, but it just sounds so weird. Okay, so Jaffet wrote... So let's just go with like Jaff. Jaff. <laughs> Jaff. It's like Jeff, but like trying to be My hip. name is Jaff, yeah. <laughs> so, Jaff wrote in, oh, so Jaff wrote a will to his 12 children in 1736 which lines up perfectly with the legend of the Jersey Devil. Now, having this many children at the time was unheard of and seemed like a miracle, but instead of being a blessing, the family was labeled as monsters or the Leeds Devil. Um, though the folklore says it's because of the 13th cursed child, it's believed they were given this label due to Grandpa Daniel's connection with the colonial era political intrigue involving new involving early New Jersey politicians in the early 20th century. I didn't put any periods in that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) So Daniel was also known as Benjamin Franklin's rival um, for the, one of the publishers, it's like Almanica, um, from 1651 to the 1720s. And this tension led to the family being referred to as the Leeds devil rather than the cursed 13th devil child. So, there was a lot of family drama. They were being talked about a lot. And they also had a revolution just around the corner. So this led to another possible story. So before I jump off of that, like, Leeds family one, that's, like, the most believable. It has historic connections. It, like, all checks out. So everything kind of after that is just, like, a possibility. But take take what you can, you know. Okay, I'm going to have some water real quick, though, because I am not putting enough periods in these damn sentences. (laughs) Okay, Chris, you can cut that out. (laughs) Leave it. (laughs) (laughs) So, in southern Jersey, during the Battle of Chestnut in 1778, there was a young girl from Leeds that fell deeply in love with a British soldier during the American Revolution. Wow, this is really bringing out my lisp. Traitor. (laughs) Traitor. Well, you're not too far off because she was American and he was British. At the time, their love wasn't accepted. Or as Ryan said, boo, traitor. Boo. (laughs) So as a result, the two would meet in secret and it wasn't long until she became pregnant with child. So the two were madly in love and over the moon about being pregnant. But the town of Leeds a.k.a. Ryan, wasn't too fond of her pregnancy out of wedlock. More that he was British, not the pregnancy. Yeah, the, the second part, I don't, yeah, it's the first part. It's the British part. The British part. <laughs> but also the father, yeah, so um, they weren't thrilled, and they saw it as treason. So the townsfolk cursed the poor girl and her oh child. Goodness. So it wasn't until the girl gave birth that she realized her child was really cursed, and it was a demon known as the Leeds Devil. 
So twice now, someone's like cursed a baby. Yes. And at no point did someone stop and think, this might backfire on us. No, not at all. If someone gives birth to the devil. <laughs> That's actually a really good point that I yeah. didn't think about. Where they're like, I'm a cursor baby. And it's like, well, where else am I going to have it? Yeah, so <laughs> when she inevitably has the baby, you now have a devil. Congratulations. <laughs> like... <laughs> You played yourself. That's you what I'm saying. <laughs> the whole village is like, you're going to have the devil child. It's like, well, where else can we go? Yeah, yeah now what? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're here. You could move me in nine months, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a really funny point. I didn't even think about that. Um, so finally, there is one story that connects a bit more to the story of Mother Leeds. But I wasn't able to find, like, a date or time period on this one. But it did pop up a few times, so. One day, a young woman was walking home when she encountered a gypsy begging for food. The young woman was frightened and refused to give her any. Filled with rage, the gypsy cursed her, saying her firstborn male will be of the devil. At first, the girl was scared, but years passed and the curse became a forgotten memory. During the 1850s, when she was older, she fell in love, got married, and became pregnant with her first. Now, just because one forgets about a curse doesn't mean it goes away. On a stormy night, she gives birth to her firstborn, and much like the Mother Lead story, the baby transforms into a devil-like creature and flees into the woods. Ooh. And can you just imagine being the midwife? During all of this, <laughs> <It's just> a, <laughs> a devil pops out. It's like this wasn't in the training. No. <laughs> there, something really funny. Um, and my friend told me this. <laughs> she said, um, when a baby is really pretty, like it's a beautiful baby, they'll be like, wow, your baby's so beautiful. But if the baby's ugly, they'll be like, wow, the baby looks so much like you. So I love <laughs> the idea. That's good to know. <laughs> so if you want to know if you have an ugly baby, <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to look for. In every single mother's defense, though, babies are gross oh, when they're, they're born. So cute. I when, no, no, no. When, they, when they're first born. Depends on the baby. They they got they come out like shaped like that. Yeah, because they had to go through. <laughs> well, I, I understand why, but I'm saying like you, you could you're hard pressed to find a cute baby, like <laughs> right after birth. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, no one's cute once they wake up in the morning, too. It's just true. Like, yeah, it's the same. It's the same concept. I don't know. Like I, you just woke up from a nine month nap. That's the. <laughs> You see light for the first time yeah, in nine wow. months. You wouldn't look yeah. too cute either. Yeah, exactly. But I just love... Looking the, a little pale. I love the idea of the midwife being like, yeah. you look so much yeah, like... Just like your baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then it sprouts the horns and she's like, I am. Like, oh, how adorable. Oh, it has your, it has your husband's traits too. <laughs> <laughs> has his notes <laughs> uh, so anyway today this cryptid is most commonly known as the jersey devil but it didn't start out that way um it was originally referred to as the Leeds devil or the devil of Leeds. um this is due to the connection with mother Leeds and it being the most popular origin story for the cryptid 
It wasn't until 1909 when the name of the cryptid changed to the Jersey Devil. And that was due to a newspaper headline trying to get more people to read their stories by using some spooky headlines. The so, Jersey Devil does sound a lot cooler. Yeah, if you had a, it's like, am I going to read a story about the Leeds Devil or the Jersey no. Devil? Yeah, exactly. Someone knows how to write content. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? And um, so now we know about the Jersey Devil. I feel like a lot of it's just me saying Leeds and Jersey Devil over and over again because of how it's connected. But now you know. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Ryan so he can tell you about the encounters people have had with this creature. All right. And once again, I'm going to do my best. If my mic randomly cuts out, that's because I'm going to try and mute all of my uh, lung hacking. Um, But anyway, so belief of the Jersey Devil still holds strong due to the high amount of encounters from actually a surprising amount of reliable sources, including police, business owners, government officials. (laughs) That being said, I have a few different Jersey Devil encounters today. Don't you like how sometimes I'll put little jokes in the notes just for you to read to see if you'll say it? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. This first one is the Bordentown Estate. It was a snowy afternoon on the Bordentown Estate around 1820. Joseph Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte's older brother, was hunting alone in the woods near his home with a rifle in hand. I didn't know Napoleon Bonaparte's brother was... Okay. So while out, he noticed some strange tracks on the ground that appeared to be of a two-footed donkey. And that one of the tracks was slightly larger than the other. Curious, he followed the tracks into the woods, only to have them abruptly end as if some, as if whatever the animal was flew off. <laughs> My first thought when I see a set of hoof prints is this is a two-footed donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is practicing their circus act, and they're really nailing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bonaparte tried to figure out what the animal could possibly be because two-footed donkey didn't make a lot of sense. And that's when he heard a strange hissing noise. Turning around, he found himself face-to-face with the creature, a large, winged animal with a horse-like head and bird-like legs. Petrified, Bonaparte stood frozen as he stared at the beast, not even remembering the rifle he had in his hand for what felt like ages. They both stood frozen in their tracks as they stared at each other then the creature hissed at him as it beat its wings and flew away (laughs) he just went (laughs) and then he got his little chicken legs up (laughs) with his uneven hooves (laughs) yeah chicken legs hooved feet very strange creature so this one is the largest sighting so, this took place in South Jersey and Philadelphia during the year 1909 when there were more than a thousand, which is insane, documented sightings of the Jersey Devil. You know, the only other cryptid we've had that had like this many sightings is the Beast of Bosco. <laughs> so, hopefully, this goes better than that. Well, the thing is, there's no lie in his name. 
you know the beast yeah. of Costco. He's the Jersey. Yeah, he is. If they called him like the Colossus Jersey Devil, <laughs> then maybe we'd have an issue. But so the, far, I'll allow it. If he, they called it the Tyranna Jersey Devil. Yeah, like the dinosaur, and then you, yeah. you run into him, and he's like, oh, and he's just a devil. Yeah, <laughs> you're just a normal devil. This is the devil that says, "I'm walking here." You know, <laughs> he's not. There's two different ones. This is yeah. like the cousin that has to be part of the family. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we'll, we'll have him get snacks for the meeting yeah. or something. And then there's the one like, "I'm walking here," like you said. Yeah. <laughs> The Jersey Devil. There's the Jersey Devil. And there's yeah. the Jersey Devil. <laughs> it's pumping. All right. So it all started January 19th of 1909. Around 2.30 a.m., Mr. Nelson Evans of Gloucester was woken from a deep sleep after hearing a strange noise. He woke up his wife, and the two got out of bed, looked out their window to see where the noise was coming from. That's when they saw a creature standing on the roof of their shed. The two said it was about three and a half feet tall, had the head of a collie dog. That is tiny. Yeah. The face of a horse. Maybe this is another beast of Bosco situation. <laughs> a long neck. Maybe the wings it. were about two feet long. Its back legs had horse hooves and were long like a crane and had two short front legs with paws on them. Can we have you... Can, I'm gonna can you draw that? <laughs> like like don't don't put a lot of like time and effort right. into it, but could you just draw like that exact description for me? Yes. I'll, Thank I'll you. I call it whiteboard drawing. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't spend more than like 10 minutes on it. I just want to see. Yeah. All right. So the two stared at the creature for 10 minutes until it took off, having a having the creature never noticed they were watching it. Around the same time, Miss Miss Mary Sabinsky had heard her dog crying outside for help. Going outside, armed with a broom in hand, naturally, to see what was happening, terrified, she saw what she described as a horrible monster that had grabbed hold of her dog. Being a great pet mom, she beat the creature with a broom Hell until yeah. it dropped her dog and flew off, screeching loudly as it flew off. <laughs> Do you, um, <laughs> did that's what our live stream go? Like a mutant raccoon. So, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> it's just in the trash. <laughs> I just see like a really messed up version of Tom Nook. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he has a little mouth, so he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, kudos to her sweeping yeah. in with the broom. She just freaking beat the shit out of her. I mean, apparently it's not that big. It's a three-foot-tall little... What's a little devil called? It's like an imp, right? Like yes. the little... Like, yeah. It's the imp of New Jersey. It's so funny to me because I'm such a big believer. Like, everything's, like, weirdly connected. Because we got to mm-hmm. be in the Matrix. That's the only thing half... Yeah. The only reason half of things make sense. And... We're doing the episode with um, oh, slippers and spindles. Mm-hmm. We're doing a recording, and it's the it's literally about imps and really, <laughs> yeah, it's about imps wow. and like small creatures and stuff. And I'm like, and babies. 
So and here I we are. The funniest thing ever. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize they're all connected. Well, anyway. time to write my theory that the Jersey Devil is, in fact, not a Jersey Devil. It's the Jersey Imp. The Jersey. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> the Jersey so, <laughs> so as the days went on, more and more sightings flooded in, saying how the creature had found its way more downtown one evening. Charles Poorman of 316 North Grove Street, that's specific, heard something on his roof and went outside to investigate. Can we look up 316 North Grove Street and see if that's a real place? I just don't want to, I'm going to confirm. Um, there was no creature, but hoofprints were left behind. That same night, a man by the name of Henry Stricker was working on Clint, Clinton Fire Brickworks in Mill Hall when he saw the Jersey Devil flying over the main building and off into the night. There were plenty of police officers and firefighters that had run across many different hoofprints throughout the town that could only be the result of the Jersey Devil. It's the only explanation. And that he place seemed is to be real. active. Oh, oh. It is a real Maybe place. It is real. <laughs> wow. He seemed to be active most at night, and many sightings reported seeing him fly around with two wings... That spanned about two feet. So is it two feet each side? Well, when you maybe, say wingspan. Okay, well, may, here's the idea. Maybe it's like a foot each, right? And then That's not very the, big. Well, like, then, wait. Eagles no. have like a 12-foot <laughs> wingspan, and they're small. Wait, I, I had it. This made sense in my brain, and then I said it out loud, and I it's not it's not landing. Um, maybe the two feet they see is the profile of the creature. Does okay. that make sense? I'm gonna go with two feet on each side because yeah. if it was two feet across, that means like that includes the body, and its wings would literally be like this big, <laughs> which <laughs> would be hilarious. <laughs> but I don't think that's correct. We're going to say um, the wingspan is four. We're going to take creative liberties at not being professionals. Yeah. <laughs> and th this next line is why I'm going to judge you so harshly on the um, lowering alignment chart, depending on where you put it. Um, the next day, they would investigate to find hoof prints and many outdoor pets that have been eaten. Mm. That's fucked up. Aww. Yeah. All right. This next one, Kimmy marks this photo as her favorite photo. <laughs> it's not us. It is. That it's very funny. It looks like kind of like a moose or an elk. Yes. This is this is the only Jersey Devil I'd be scared of. Yeah, that looks a little bigger than two feet, <laughs> or no, three feet. This is the this is the Jersey Devil. The others the, the Jersey devil. devil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Jersey the Jersey Devil. The Jersey. Not the, not my <laughs> devil. So, in the late 1980s, a group of friends went camping and riding dirt bikes in the Pine Barrens. While riding down a trail about a hundred yards from camp, the bikes all stalled. One said it could have had to do with the terrain or a nearby power plant. However. As suddenly as the bikes quit running, the men heard a piercing, inhuman scream from the woods. When they returned to camp, those who stayed behind said they also heard the screams. 
And you stayed? <laughs> yeah. Why okay. would you stay behind? That evening, one of the men went into a local bar and told the bartender about the screams in the woods. The man informed the visitor that he most likely had an encounter with the Jersey Devil. <laughs> so this is where the accounts get a little more different. So this one... While traveling on Route 9 in Bayville, three cars were forced to slam on their brakes when, according to a witness, a 10-foot-tall Jersey Devil figure with a long head and short, flat ears ran across the road. One witness reported that the creature emerged from the wooded area near a mini-mall and galloped out in front of traffic, disappearing into the woods. And the other side of the street, maybe the beast had just gotten the devil of a deal at his favorite boutique. I, I think... Go ahead. You, you go, go ahead. <laughs> I think there's two Jersey Devils. Yes. There's the Jersey Devil, and there's the Jersey Devil. <laughs> and one's 10 feet tall, and one's an imp. <laughs> I 1,000% agree with that. One's more like moosey, mm-hmm. and one is more like goat, I guess. Yeah. That, that feels right to me. Is the two different ones. So I'm good with that. <laughs> the Jersey Devil and the Jersey Devil. Perfect. All right. This next one can be titled the, A Llama or the Devil. <laughs> what is that image? For the final sighting and the most recent one, we had we headed to Gallo Township in October of 2015. Little Egg Harbor resident David Black said he was driving along Route 9 near Golf Course when he saw what he thought was a llama walking in and out of the tree line on the side of the road. Suddenly, the creature spread its wings and flew away. He captured the beast's image with his cell phone, and the phone went viral. Is this the cell phone image? Keep reading. You'll see. You'll see what... After a few days after David Black supposedly captured the Jersey Devil with his cell phone camera, Emily Martin shot a video of what appeared to be the same creature after she spotted it on Oldport Republic Road near Leeds Point. Both Black and Martin swear neither the image nor the video were edited or set up. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's not edited, that's for sure. <laughs> now, Kimmy has added the video. Oh, there's... Okay. So, Kimmy told me not to watch this ahead of time so we're gonna all watch this together now i put it in red font and said don't (laughs) watch and then he texted me can i watch it and i said no i'll be salty so (laughs) so here let me see if i could play it yeah okay here we go Yeah, I need to try and get a good pause on that. <laughs> this is an audio podcast, so I'm going to do my best to describe it. Um, We have a... I don't even know... Like an anteater shadow with wings, just kind of, it's like a PNG, just kind of zooming across the sky with, with wings. 
best part. You can't hear it, but the audio, the person goes, <gasps> Yo, I can hear it. There you go. <sighs> I think everyone should be able to hear it. If not, my bad. But oh my gosh. I'm crying. That that's why I wanted you to see it. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch it one more time. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like an awkward. It looks like a capybara. Ca- That's what it is. You know what those are? The little like happy little animals. Oh yeah, it does. So it's, <clears throat> it pretty much just looks like the black silhouette of a ghost of a goat. With yeah. Wings, and the wings are like fluttering, like in halftime steps. Yeah. And the picture looks nothing like the video. <laughs> no, they look the same. <laughs> like, the, the picture is clearly just a goat stamped onto a picture <laughs> with, like, a smudge for wings. And that other video was a capybara or, like, a giant sloth with wings. <laughs> wow. Wow, so... <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't rewatch that. <laughs> what the hell was that? I love that you had to play it a second time <coughs> just to make sure you saw what I saw. <laughs> it is so great. Oh, and like, I I know we're laughing. <laughs> we're joking I feel like we're parents and our kids just showed us the ugliest piece of art and we're trying to be supportive of... Yeah. The best part is 100% the wow (laughs) from the person filming. I I died. I It was like 11 at night. I saw that I cackled in bed so loud. (laughs) My friend was like, what is it? And I was like, it's just a cryptic (laughs) video. Yeah. Just Goodness gracious. So all right. I know well, with that picture in our head. <laughs> yeah, well, like I do want to say real quick, I know we're laughing about it. A lot of these are funny. But the thing is, like, this was a really big serious thing. Like, I kind of feel like these are ridiculous, but like people were terrified of this creature. Like it was a huge deal. So like we'll get more into it. But I'm gonna be honest with you, if I saw that the picture <laughs> right here. Yeah. I wouldn't be that terrified. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, that's a goat. It's got wings, I guess. <laughs> You're like, looks like God got a little creative this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't do much else about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Speak of the devil. Should, we get to, should I say that about an ad break? Maybe yeah. I shouldn't say that about an ad break. Um, <laughs> speaking of great great things here's a word from our sponsors creating a website without the right tools and support is a lot like dealing with a group of wild jackalopes at first it doesn't seem too intimidating but once you start it becomes very overwhelming and you'll feel utterly defeated but don't worry because bluehost knows its way around the wild wild web and is here to help you on your website building journey Bluehost has everything your website needs from startup to success, and they are there to help you every step of the way. Simply name your website, select a design template, and start building with the right hosting plan. Bluehost provides tons of ways to design your website, along with marketing tools, insightful analytics, and scalable growth. Y'all, I 
absolutely adore Bluehost because I was able to quickly design a website without having to mess around with a single line of code. Plus, they have hundreds of free and premium website themes to pick from, so it's easy to find one that suits your style and to create your very own website. And on top of all that, they have low monthly rates and a one-click WordPress installation with 24-7 support. With all their tools and support, you can just sit back, relax, and listen to the wild jackalopes whistle some jolly old western tunes as you easily build a website that can hold its own on the wild, wild web. Plus, our listeners who sign up get a free domain name for the first year. So what are you waiting for? Join Bluehost today by going to our website, alluring.com sponsors and clicking on our Bluehost banner. Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on the Bluehost banner to start your website today. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. Sometimes that throws me off. I don't know why that works. <laughs> You're not used to actually hearing it? <laughs> no, I, like, put it, like, after Chris, like, does all of his editing magic, I'll, like, slide it in for the sponsor break, so it's mm-hmm. weird hearing it live. All right. When well, I remember to do it. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> no shade, but no. Okay. Ryan does most of the work here. Um. So welcome <clears throat> back, camper. <laughs> I said it with a straight. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, campers. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that little break. Now we're going to talk about the appearance and history of the Jersey Devil. Now. <laughs> Ride is laughing at the images I'm showing. The Jersey Devil <laughs> has been described to have many different appearances. Something feels wrong about the middle photo. And I can't quite put my finger on whether it feels a little racist or whether it feels a little, like, I don't know what what it is I'm feeling, but I don't like it. It feels racist! But I don't know why is the thing. Like, I'm not sure what about it is. It just is. No, I I agree. If someone can articulate why we feel like this is racist, please do. Please let us know. Because it does, and we can't figure it out. And I don't know why. Anyway. I don't know. It feels like someone in my, like country hick high school was like i'm a draw an evil mascot and it was like hmm Hmm. where did you get inspiration yeah they don't tell you because they know it's wrong i don't know it's racist somehow (laughs) somehow typically um this is described as a kangaroo-like creature but there are a few things 
um, that make the appearance more disturbing. So we have, again, we have like three different images of him on our YouTube. And there's one where he's more of like a, he's more of the traditional Jersey Devil you'll see. Um, I'll describe it in a second. There's one where he's like a little devil imp and that's the one that just feels racist. And then there's like a dinosaur, Tyrannosaurus Rex one with a horse head. That one's my favorite personally. So yeah, it's I like I like the first one. That middle one. There's something there's just yeah, something about there's it. There's something there. Alright, so we're gonna talk about the stereotypical appearance of it. So starting from the top. Described to have a goat, dog, or horse-like face with coal red eyes and horns protruding from its head. Um, little baby horns. It has small arms and long hands with a kangaroo-like body. Uh, the creature also has long bat wings, a forked tail, and is known to walk on cloven hooves. Um, <laughs> thankfully, this creature does emit a little bit of a light glow, so you can't spot him from far away and know when to turn the other way. So, on top of like being a randomly generated monster, there's a wide range of abilities it possesses, like fire breathing, flying, um, breathing poison water, which... That's the first I've heard of that one. Yeah, that sounds like a very specific situation someone got in <laughs> yeah apparently it can't die so okay it's got more immortality on its side um foreshadows disasters and wars to come okay its presence causes crops to fail and cows to stop producing milk which if i was a cow and i saw <laughs> that i feel like i would dry up real quick maybe a bit of a relief <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> and finally has a high fit. Oh, I'm sorry. I just imagined this Jersey Devil with one of those anime cowgirl bikinis. <laughs> and that's what stops the cow. <laughs> the cows are like, mm, nah. They're like, nah. It's it's a no. <laughs> it tries to do like the cute dance. Uh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then finally has a high-pitched scream that sounds like a demonic goat that's wailing. So, some some interesting abilities we kind of got going on. We got some classic cryptid stuff and some, like, fantasy D&D things kind of going on. And then, I'll get more into it in the legend, but the cryptid is also known to be a chaotic creature. So, it will go on devious escapades by raiding chicken coops on farms, killing animals, destroying cops, or hopping on roofs. Um, but other than that, we don't know much about its personality. It's known to flee the moment it sees anyone and hasn't been reported attacking another person. And there's been like thousands of sightings of it, so we would know if it went out of its way to attack, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it gets beat the shit by an old lady with a broom so clearly <laughs> so it's not a fight it's definitely more yeah. fight um i like to see it as a giant violent chicken that only harasses animals and gets startled very easy so yeah <laughs> um there's also many assumptions that this creature is evil due to its connections with the devil but history of the devil in the area makes it hard to say now <clears throat> we're going to go back in the way back machine when the stories of the devil were popular in this area. So, 
It's important to know the legend of the Jersey Devil wasn't the first devil instance in the area. In fact, devil lore began in the region around 1735, shortly after Bren Franklin's fictitious story in Pennsylvania Gazette about Gazette. Gazette. <laughs> in Pennsylvania Gazette. It's your turn this week. <laughs> about honestly. <laughs> When I was moving schools, like, throughout my youth, I always skipped my, like, geography class, and that has messed me up as an adult. So I never, like, took geography. <laughs> it hurts me now in so many ways. Uh, a Gazette is a newspaper. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like a magazine, I guess. I was like, where's she going with this? Is she geography? What does that have to do with the, with the Pennsylvania Gazette? Okay. The American education system has failed today. <laughs> This part is like on a bachelor's in computer science. Uh, so that tells you anything. Yeah. Wow. I got a smart degree too. Look where I'm at now. I can't even pronounce a newspaper company. Goodness. Okay, Gazette. The Pennsylvania Gazette. About a Burlington County witchcraft trial. So Folklore was blending with religion and scientific doctrine at the time, which led to more discussions about the devil outside of the church. <laughs> Stories further north in New Jersey tell of a kinder devil that has been known to not harm anyone or even break local law. So the devil actually went as far as being a symbol of peace, which was a very different view from what the church said the devil was centuries prior. So... Servicemen from the Vietnam War era have even gone as far and said the devil was an anti-war symbol. So, this open discussion of the devil led to many more possibilities of who the devil was, and it wasn't long till a cursed baby turning into a creature of the night would be labeled the Jersey Devil purely because of the location and all the devil stories that were on people's mind. So many saw this creature as chaotic because it attacked animals and objects in the area. But but, oh, sorry, I, I wrote that weird. But people never really saw it as evil. So many had conflicting feelings about the Jersey Devil. Was it really a bad guy or not? So even in 1996, it was reported that the Berlin-based comics had cosmic... Oh my, you guys, I'm done. I, <laughs> I have been trying so hard this episode. I can't... You were on a roll days. until Gazette. Yeah, I, I I was here. The live chat is hilarious right now, and I'm getting so. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna. We're gonna start that little sentence again. Many had conflicting feels of the Jersey Devil. Was it really a bad guy or not? Even in 1996, it was reported that the Berlin-based Cosmic Comics had created character JD based off of him who protects the environment and searches for truth. <laughs> so, not only were there conflicting views on where the Jersey Devil morally stood, but it was also confused with other local creatures at the time. Now, Ryan, 
will remember this. Um, I do want to show this picture because I feel Ryan will love this picture. <laughs> just, just as much. Um, it's a police cam image of what is believed to be the Phantom Kangaroo. The Phantom Kangaroo is like the first pod. Well, I mean, it was for Patreon, but it was like the first full video we did, I think. Yes. And that's when we we had the energy to do short story PowerPoint presentations. Yeah. <laughs> which we don't. <laughs> right no. Maybe one day when the. We had a lot more time during quarantine. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> A thousand percent fair. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But in this 19- is my favorite story ever, though. Sorry. This is, this is <laughs> so in 1934 in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, a group of several people have witnessed this kangaroo-like beast over a period of five days. They said the creature appeared to look like a kangaroo and would run and leap across the field, making it so the group could never capture it. They even said that the creature had partially devoured some ducks, geese, dogs, and even a German Shepherd police dog. Aww. So in an attempt to hunt down this creature, the party followed the hoof-like tracks down the mountainside cave, but the tracks stopped cold, as if it took off into the night. At first it was believed to be the Jersey Devil, but as more encounters similar to this one came in, it was clear it was actually the phantom kangaroo known for portal hopping in local caves. <laughs> so, so the part, like, the phantom kangaroo was, like, if I remember the episode correctly, it was seen, like, all over the place. Yes. It was, like, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, like, literally everywhere people were seeing kangaroos. So it wasn't just Tennessee. That's why it's the phantom kangaroo and not just a rabid kangaroo. You know, um, I'm going to get back to this in a second. I just connected the dots. What was the story we were just talking about? Oh, no. Never mind. Sorry. I'm I'm getting confused. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. I connected dots about something that's going to happen in like five minutes. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I'm so sorry. So now if you're wanting to learn more about the phantom kangaroo, uh, go check out our video on our YouTube. I think it's like one of our first ones. I think it is. Yeah. Because it was private and we're just like, let's just make it everyone. Yeah. It's worth watching. It's Ryan is presenting it to me. So that's how unhinged it is. (laughs) (laughs) So... This did lead to some confusion amongst locals, but regardless of um, who the Jersey Devil was, if it was a ghost, kangaroo, or a spawn of Satan, everyone was scared of him. Now, look at this newspaper article. This is a newspaper article, and I'm ready this time. It's not geography. So, as the legend of the Jersey Devil grew and more people cited this creature, concern grew throughout southern New Jersey. In 1909, between January 16th and 23rd, multiple newspapers published hundreds of articles about people encountering the devil all over the state. Residents were both intrigued and worried about the cryptid coming to terrorize their town. Many of these articles made claims that the creature had attacked anyone and anything. Stories of it raiding chicken coops and farms, destroying crops, killing farm animals and pets were reported throughout 50 different towns in the Pinelands and throughout southern New Jersey. 
There were even reports of it attacking a trolley car in Hamden Heights and a social club in Camden. Other reports talked about unidentified footprints in the snow and would go as far as Delaware and West Maryland. It seemed everyone from government official, policemen, businessmen had seen this creature firsthand and witnessed the demonic activities it participated in. So I love this newspaper image so much. Oh, you got it. Yeah, so this is like one, this is one of the articles. And I I don't know, I just think it's so wild. I love when I see things in the newspaper. Why is people underlined? <laughs> the people people are terrorized. This is actually what goes out to the Jersey Devil. It's a special print, which is oh. why the people is underlined instead of yeah. the <laughs> Gotcha. Devil. So, a uh, fear of this creature spread throughout Delaware Valley, even prompting schools to close and workers to stay home. Which, after the whole COVID thing, I could a thousand percent believe that. So, with this creature terrorizing the locals, it wasn't long until they would shift from being fearful of the devil creature to taking matters into their own hands and hunting them down. Now. So, I have an interesting theory okay from the time of 1909 because i remember looking this up um during my uh kangaroo episode 1909 new york new jersey like that part of uh of town got really into using lead-based stuff Okay. And I don't know if you know anything about lead poisoning, but it makes you a little crazy. Really? And like, there's like a, there was like a spike in like lead poisoning in 1909 in New York. Um, I'll send you the article. <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense <laughs> that there was mass hysteria at that time. Oh my gosh. You know, the thing is, I try so hard for these segments just to do like, three points of things I found interesting, but I couldn't find anything about that, so I love that so yeah. much. Because that would make sense. It make, it would make a lot of sense. Because I feel if you were dealing with lead poisoning and you saw that video of the goat in the sky, you would be scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Oh, cool. Anyway, ooh, I, lo- I love learning about this stuff. So uh, the next image right here, you will see a wanted sign. Um, Because multiple groups of hunters form together to create Jersey Devil hunting parties. They meet at local pubs and take off in the pines and county side in search of this creature. Everyone was sick of the constant harassment from the Jersey Devil. And with rewards of finding this creature being posted all around town, it seemed like everyone was hunting him down. So it was rumored that the Philadelphia Zoo had posted a reward for 10000 for the capture of the Jersey Devil, dead or alive. <laughs> there was even a $100,000 offer by a circus owner in 1960 for the capture of the creature. But alas, none of these hunting parties were able to find this evil entity, and it's still known to lurk in the area to this day. Um. But... With all that reward money floating around, there's going to be some people trying to claim it. There are reports to be more than several hoaxes brought in to claim the reward. 
but the scientific community proved them to be inconclusive. Many of these hoaxes, oh, many of these hoax were just kangaroos with artificial wings attached to them. And I wrote, this begs the question, how did kangaroos get in New Jersey? But apparently it was a problem they were just dealing with from what we just discussed. Because <laughs> all the phantom kangaroos were popping around. So maybe it was the phantom kangaroo that was captured. Oh. But they didn't know that, so they put wings on it to make it. <laughs> those bad boys on there. That'll do. So they did have a cryptid. Mm-hmm. But then they fucked with it, so then it didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and they're all in lead poisoning, apparently. So it yeah. makes it. <laughs> they're all just losing their minds simultaneously. <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh my god, it connects the dots. Because I had that question. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> oh, so even though none of these parties were able to get proof of the devil, um, they are still going strong. So there are many different local groups you can join. I even found an event called CU Marcy River Family Friendly Friday Series where they host a Jersey Devil hunting party for the whole family. Nice. And Have was... you ever caught it? No. <laughs> well, how do you make money on something you don't you catch? <laughs> you know? But it's, it's like snipe hunting. Every, every that's day. exactly what it was they like take you out they tell you a story by yeah. a campfire pretend it's in the back and they're like whoa we got it <laughs> <laughs> i can we take chris snipe on yeah <laughs> chris if you don't know what snipe on is you want to go snipe don't look it up don't look it up you have to just tell us uh our poor editor okay <laughs> so oh my gosh i just had the realization I can take my future children snipe hunting and my like nephew snipe hunting. Oh, I can't wait. And the the warmth I just felt in my heart. Yeah. How old is your nephew? He's two right oh, now. Oh, perfect. See, mine's one, so we could bring him snipe hunting at the same time in a couple of years. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> Either my brother or sister-in-law listening. Just so you know, um, he is being signed up for this, and yep. I love you guys. And they're they're fine with it. I, I see nothing wrong. <laughs> so now, if this um, hasn't gotten you into the mood to go um, snipe, I mean Jersey Devil hunting, um, I have a little handy-dandy list of things you can take. Now, Ryan and I are not professionals. Obviously, we don't hunt. I haven't hunted since high school. So, um, take what you will from this. Um, we're not responsible for you. Okay, cool. I'm going to immediately disagree with this first point. (laughs) Go go hunting during the winter. Don't do that. (laughs) So it's a bad idea. Just starting out. You will freeze (laughs) and die. Frostbite is a real thing. The Jersey Devil may or may not be frostbite is do you get do people get like hysteria or something when they start to get like frostbite no it's just you just die yeah well like well i know that but (laughs) i was wondering if there's like mental things because that would also explain the. i guess i mean granted i've lived on the west coast my whole life but in my experience winter hiking or hunting is the worst no so I have done the thing where you go to the hot springs during a snowstorm and yeah. it's the most miserable experience of my life. It's never worth yeah. it. Um, so 
first point, go hunting during the winter. Uh, we say don't, but hey, the Jersey Devil is known to be more active at night during winter and summer seasons. But the ticks are awful during the summer, so the winter will be your friend. So That's fair. Well, see, we don't got to deal with that on our side of the country. Yeah, no, we just have scorpion spiders, which is God's worst creation ever. Yeah, at least those don't stick to you. <laughs> give you Lyme disease. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate nature sometimes. I like the plants. <laughs> I don't like the bugs. Um, dress warm. Get a good coat, fuzzy socks, gloves. I don't know, some alarming merch, a beanie. <laughs> we have jackets. We got jackets. We got it all. Um, and some of your favorite winter boots, because it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. Um, go under a full moon. Avoid using headlamps and flashlights. He but please, for the love of God, bring a flashlight. Yes. <laughs> Don't use it, but bring it. Yeah. Um, what a list. Yeah. Uh, I got, there was a lot more articles about this yeah. than I thought there was going to be. Um, you want to use the moon because the Jersey Devil will flee the second it sees you. So that's why you that don't want to use the lights. That makes sense. Um, get a group together. It is dangerous to go alone. So get some friends and go hunt for this creature in the night. Never go hunting in the winter at night with no flashlight alone. <laughs> Abs- definitely not. <laughs> um, get some bait. This creature mm-hmm. likes meat. So set out a trap to lure it. Um... That's going to be the best way to capture it. That being said, do you know there are other creatures out there that also like meat? So be ready for that. There are bears. There's black bears. <laughs> There's black bears? Well. So at least it's not grizzly bears. But I wonder where it lies on the hierarchy of the animal kingdom. You know? Like, do grizzly It depends bears? on which one we're talking about. Is yeah. it the Jersey Devil or the Jersey Devil? Because the three foot tall Jersey Devil, um, probably not very high. <laughs> the Jersey Devil, pretty high. That one's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> hunting gear. Make sure you got all your licenses. Yeah. You know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Go, go get your Jersey Devil license from uh, your local Fish and Wildlife. Uh, we can sell them. We don't. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're valid. But I will make yeah. them and yeah, sell we'll them. We'll make them. Yeah. We got you. Uh, they're valid. Um, they're valid. They're valid on the Loring campgrounds. Yeah. Um, so they're valid somewhere. That's what matters. Um, be very. So when you hand the people your little certificate, it needs to be the same energy of Ron Swanson with mm-hmm. the paper that says that I do what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally, be patient. It's going to be a long night. So stay warm, bring some snacks, and don't go alone. And like I said before, we aren't experts. Good luck. Take that advice or don't. We don't know what we're doing. We are recording from high-tech <laughs> computers. So. Don't take that advice. <laughs> Ryan says don't. And if you do, it wasn't us. <laughs> you need to make sure there's some lead poisoning involved, because that's the only way yeah. you're going to be able to justify yeah. any of that logic. <laughs> now, Ryan, it is time... It's time. Or is it science? Or is it the church? So this one kind of seems like a slam dunk. Okay. Because it's the devil. Um, 
You always say that. You always say it's a slam dunk. How but this times? one's this one's actually the devil. So I'm gonna, I don't like how you look. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with my gut. I, last time I changed, I was wrong. I'm gonna go with the church. Well, um, <laughs> you must be the three foot Jersey Devil playing at the NBA because that is not happening. I'm a real, I'm a real Jersey Devil. <laughs> is it? Not the church? It's not the church. Because we talked about it a little. The I really devil... needed a win this week, Kimmy. <laughs> I know you did. That's why I did that. That's the only reason I like tried to help you out. Because <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, maybe if I say something and give him a weird side eye, he'll be like, mm. um, Son of a bitch. So... The reason I say not the church is because the discussion of the devil was going outside of the church and he was like a good guy. Like that was the, one of the sections I talked about. That's fair enough. Yeah. So just because it is the devil says, says they're the devil doesn't mean they are the devil. It's like the nice guy theory. Just because they say they're a nice guy yeah. doesn't mean they're a nice guy. So with all the sightings after 1909, the scientific community was like, okay, okay, let's see what's really going on here. And they looked into the possibilities of what the <laughs> this devil creature could be. First one, dinosaurs. So reportedly, some professor from Philadelphia and experts from Smithsonian Institute thought the devil was actually a prehistoric creature from the Jurassic period. Now... This leads to many more theories, as such as was it a pedri? Listen, I was never a dinosaur kid. I need your help. Pterodactyl. And. Paleosaurus. Thank you. And how did it survive all of this time? Was it in the limestone caves nearby and just remained hidden this whole time, or maybe it was an extinct fissipid? I've never heard of that. I, it's highlighted because I googled what that is. What did Google tell you? That is a cloven-footed animal. Yes, that's right. It's coming back to me. I wrote these notes a few days ago. So, regardless, they were never able to test any of these theories oh. since it was never captured. The giant panda and red panda are members of a so okay so they're like meat eating meat eating hooved creatures pandas don't red pandas do they oh eat? it says the exceptions being red okay oh, okay i was like well, that is i was crazy into pandas in high school for some reason they just a, yeah so it's a carnivorous animal that have toes separated such as bears badgers dogs cats and raccoons that doesn't make sense because it has like <coughs> hooves though okay. no I, I think i misread the hooved part okay it says cloven footed which is like paws mm, okay okay well anyway uh dinosaurs but they can never test it um the next one is i put a picture of what one looks like is it may be a sandy hill crane <laughs> um they stand about four feet high weigh 15 pounds and they have an 80-inch wingspan. Which now, is that's like, a wingspan. That's a wing. 
No. Yeah, that's a wingspan. I thought I read 18. No, 80. 8-0. Um, it's ferocious when 18. cornered. It is well documented. And it flies. Um, but they are herbivores. And they don't have hooves. Or a devil's tail. Or a kangaroo appearance. Or anything else. So I just say no to this one. I'm surprised this was brought up so many times as a possible theory. Especially after the, what we just saw. So doesn't make sense to me. And then the final one is um, there's no way this creature can exist because of the most obvious biologically impossible features is its wings. They would need to be so much bigger yeah. for it to fly and to lift the animal. A, a two-foot wingspan ain't, ain't picking up anything. <laughs> Its wings were fluttering like a hummingbird that's pregnant. <laughs> just was, could not. So it doesn't make sense. Um, but again, everyone was apparently high on lead. So who knows? So at the end of the day, these just aren't very possible explanations because there's nothing to back them up. They weren't able to test them. And they're nothing more than theories. So I feel like the devil still holds power of being a mystical creature of the night kind of thing. But anyway, that's that's my whole segment. That was a lot to get through. <laughs> but I feel like your lead poisoning thing just like explains everything to me. Yeah. I put uh I put it in Discord and uh yeah, that'll be it'll be in the show notes too. Um if you'd also like to read about lead poisoning in 1909 and you're <laughs> weird like me. Um, but yeah, when you're a <coughs> excuse lady. me, so oh, oh, I forgot to switch to this photo for you for the Jersey Devil. I thought that one was so cool, that would yeah. scare me. That one looks like the one from what we do in the shadows a little bit, <laughs> the best one, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> speaking of what we do in the shadows, here comes. Modern takes with Ryan. All right. <clears throat> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> so I had a very hard time this week trying to find a modern take because the Jersey Devil is not that old of a <clears throat> cryptid. So everything is kind of a modern take. <laughs> but what I did discover is that we can thank the Jersey Devil for my favorite type of horror film. Oh. Um, thanks to a 1998 film called The Last Broadcast, seen here. Um, quick synopsis is two cable TV guys get an assistant and they go into the woods looking for the Jersey Devil, but two of them die. And only one comes back. And they, obviously the guy who comes back, everyone's like, you murdered them. But right. then they find tapes. And it's pretty crazy. So it's kind of, this movie came out like a year before the Blair Witch Project. Okay. And it has like the exact same vibe. Ooh. So, so yeah. So this is kind of responsible for like the emergence of those like found film uh, horror movies. Is it so, Cloverfield the same way too? Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. the 
someone was filming and they found it. So, Ooh. yeah, shout out to the Jersey Devil. Um, apparently, this it said this is the first movie to not use like film, like that was actually like a feature film, which I don't know if that's true, but that's what I read. Okay. Um, they just used like camcorders instead of like actual like film cameras. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, go check it out. I watched it again today. It is, um, <clears throat> very gruesome so oh okay just a heads up it is not for everyone <laughs> that was my next question because i love horror but i don't love gore gore like yeah gives me queasy. it's um i mean did you did you watch the blair witch project no but i played the game oh well okay i was gonna say it's like it's very similar levels to that like I so just, if you could handle blair witch you could handle this movie but it's a little rough i won't i'm not gonna lie so i'll i'll have edgar watch it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i mean it's not the greatest movie ever made right but it started but, something but cool. it started something that's that's what's cool about it so shout out to the jersey devil for bringing us some of the best horror movies oh i'm I if I can't watch it, I like to like read the plots or like the scripts and stuff. Like yeah. when things are gory. I don't know. I still I wanna tell you something and I don't know how you're gonna take it. I watched the first two minutes of Game of Thrones and I couldn't do it. Oh. And that's like I haven't seen any more of it past that Damn. point. And you missed out on like seven seasons of a really good show and then <laughs> one season of not so much that's why i like i had so many people hounding me at the time right before the drop-off yeah of like you should really give it another go because i i do love fantasy and so much i love fantasy so much and i was like i just didn't really like the gore fam like <laughs> And the thing is, I don't like people gore because I love yeah. Castlevania. That's one of my favorite animes. And I know mm -hmm. that one. I, I can't focus on it, but I can play it as I draw something. You know? yeah. But no, I I'm so interested in this. I'll have to check it out because I I love seeing the thing that will like start a trend. Like, yeah. I feel like people need to watch Hunger Games just because of the amount of like young adult heroic movies that came from it. Yeah. Oh, straight up. Or like even Twilight. I feel like Twilight just created something we all needed in our hearts <laughs> when we weren't ready. Just for. really, really, really deep down. Right. So like I, I always love it when it's a little bit like, oh, that wasn't great, but it started something. Yeah, exactly. It, it means a lot to me. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, should we hit up our announcements for the uh, alignment chart? Oh yeah, let's let's do it. You, you go first. All right. Now that Halloween is over, uh, very unfortunately. But if you aren't already, oh sorry. But if you aren't ready to get rid of the joy of the spooky season, then we got the perfect thing for you. Go check out our playlist called An Alluring Halloween. And you'll find a collection of Halloween lore, legends, and ghost stories from a collection of some of our favorite folklore and spooky podcasts. And there is a link in our bio to that as well. It's a very fun playlist that comes out. Is this the third time or the second one? This is... This is the second time, yeah. and we leave it out 
throughout the year so you can enjoy it whatever you want halloween legends lore ghost stories it's kind of like i pick all the shows that bring me joy <laughs> yeah no it's, it's a solid playlist go go check it out so it's a little fun one um next one <laughs> everybody christmas time no um so i can't sing that's as much as music here you'll, you'll all get out of me so i am very excited though Ryan is very excited, but he doesn't know what's really going on. So I'm here to tell him and you guys <laughs> at the same time. The Holly Jazzy season is, is just right around the corner. And we are going to be doing a special 12 Days of Krampus giveaway and a holiday episode special. This is Ryan's first time hearing both of these. Because <laughs> if I say it on air, he can't back out. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so, um... I want to tell everyone right now for that giveaway, go write those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or give us five stars on Spotify. It's going to be one of the many ways you can enter the giveaway. Um, what is going to go down? I'll give more details on the next episode. Pretty much, I have an advent calendar of 12 days of Krampus that Ryan will be receiving, and he will be opening these as little surprises and you all will have a chance to win them. So <laughs> I'm so excited. That's so exciting. I love that. I have been plotting with our editor. He has helped me with some of the stuff. Um, oh. I have been plotting with my sweet sister-in-law. has <laughs> also helped me <laughs> with plotting. So it's been, I'm super excited. We've gotten some help from people on our Discord. I have private messaged people and they have given me ideas. So <laughs> Ryan has no idea what's coming and I'm no. so there there's a doc in our like Google Drive that said like 12 days of Krampus and I open it and I'm like what's this? And then there's like a giant red box at the top that says Ryan, don't you dare read this. And I was like, all right. I'm not... I knew you would. That's why I put it there. No, I'm glad you did. Because I was just like, I was like, oh, what's this? 12 Days of Krampus? <laughs> You're like, oh, this for me? Yeah. Anyway. Bold it... red letters. Do not watch. Do not read this. I'm so, I'm so excited for it. So that will be coming the first week of December. Uh, make sure you're following us on youtube instagram and uh tiktok so you can see the videos of ryan's reactions opening these so whoa. anyway okay that's the little exciting right. news now if you're one of those dirty rotten people who skipped the ad break i know who you are uh which we know you didn't do um because you love us but you know you probably did but if you do, I'm here to remind you to check out the holiday collection that is now live in the shop. Unless you also skip the announcements, in which that case, I don't know what to tell you. We got Krampus <laughs> on everything, folks. And Kimmy is dropping some special holiday merch inspired by different winter folklore from around the world. So, check back daily and get your shopping done early. And final thing, um, if you are on Patreon, regardless of your tier... If you would like an alluring holiday card, please go update your address. I will be sending them out at uh, the end of this month. So, Patreons, you can get a little Christmas card from yours over here. Um, and if you want to join Patreon, you guys know where to go. 
patreon.com forward slash Lauren. You can support us for as low as $3 a month. Cancel whenever. Get free stuff. It's cool. It's a cool, good time. And you get a vote on episode topics. You get like monthly downloads and bonus episodes. All that yeah. stuff. So, anyway. Alright. Time for the beautiful Lauren alignment chair. Oh! Okay. Hmm. So, I get it. You guys gotta eat. But... <laughs> You don't. You don't gotta eat people's dogs. That's a little fucked up. Okay, that's so, really, that's really evil. yeah. Like, don't eat people's pets. Like, you know, there's an argument to be made, like about just like you know vegetarianism in general. But <laughs> like, you know, when it's someone's pet, if they got a collar on, don't eat them. Listen. So that's a little evil. Most of the animals he eats are grass fed. So, are dogs grass fed? I said most of the <laughs> are animals. Cats grass fed? I didn't say anything about the pets. <laughs> um, mm. I don't know. I put it just as chaotic as you, but I definitely put in between good and evil because I feel like the boy is just trying to figure it out. He seems like anxiety as a cryptid, <laughs> to be completely honest. A little bit, yeah. Like, I just know he, like, goes home after a long day of trying to get food and just rocks himself for a Takes minute. his hat off, puts it on the wall. It's like, what a day. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to think he doesn't even smoke a cigarette, like, because it's too much for him. He, like, pours yeah. a glass of orange juice or a glass <laughs> of milk at the end yeah. of the day. And just He's a milk like, drinker for sure. He just goes... <sighs> <laughs> I'll never believe the day I had talking to the Jersey Devil. <laughs> He's like, this guy, this guy. <laughs> this lady beat me with a fucking broom today. <laughs> a broom pours a second glass of milk. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's even better the idea of him going into the bar, like a local yeah. bar, and Mothman sees him. I like to yeah. think it's our camp counselor, Mothman, that sees him. And the Jersey right, Devil bud. comes in. He's like little and he sits at the counter next to like the leshy with the bucket of vodka. And it was like the usual. And he pours him a glass of milk. It's like, what happened today? It's like, got beat by a broom again. And then gives him another <laughs> glass of milk. It's like on the house. <laughs> that would be a great print if you like Last Supper style. Like, all the cryptids, like, <laughs> just sitting at with Mothman in the middle, of course. Of course. That'd be a solid one. That'd be oh. a good poster or, like, a flag or something. Oh, no. I have so many things to make. I will make it, though, because yeah. I can see... We'll add it to Kimmy's 400-page-long <laughs> list of late-night text messages. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the Midnight Inspiration Fairy, because <laughs> that's when it shows up. No, I... I love the idea. Oh, please. Oh, please draw a fan art of that. I would love to see that. I'm so glad you said it. Um, a quick little side note. I've had, I don't know why. I don't I haven't told Ryan this yet. Some people have reached out about wanting to be like artists on our show. I, if I had a way to fund it, I totally would, but we don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if you want to draw fan art of the show, we'd love to see it. Um, email it to us, tag us in social media, 
uh, go on our Discord. You can share it with a bunch of other people that will like it. I promise you that will all like it. Even if it's a stick figure, I will cherish it with my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. So send us your fan art of Mothman giving the Jersey Devil a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, put Jackalope Forbidden Milk on it and you get bonus points with me. <laughs> You lose points with me, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so you should do it because then bounces you get bonus points yeah. with me. It bounces out. All right. Okay. Whoa. Um, takeaways. Episode takeaways. Then we can head out. Hmm. Um. Don't follow any of our hunting tips. Yeah. Yeah. First, I feel like I had a solid one earlier. And now I just can't think of what I said. The COVID brain, the COVID brain's getting me. Um, oh, um, if you have, hmm, don't um, eat lead paint, or you <laughs> you might get um, mass hysteria. I think it should just be don't eat lead paint. Don't I eat feel lead like paint. Yeah. Don't eat lead paint. Don't, and don't follow our hunting lead. tips. Yeah. Don't eat lead. And don't yeah. follow our hunting tips. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because one may lead to the other. <laughs> That's there. Yeah. That's what it is. I have to repeat it so that I know what to type at the end because I just listened to the end like it yeah. <laughs> So don't eat lead paint and don't follow our hunting tips or one will lead to another. <laughs> exactly. But only while hunting. Exactly. <laughs> well, right. only while hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, any other time eat lead paint, I don't care. Yeah. All we're right. Not your <laughs> yeah, we're not your parents. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. This has been alluring. Have the most alluring day, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I stop. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Loring, go check out our website, Loring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.